Welcome to today's episode of the Inside Work Alchemy podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, mentor to passionate world changers and author of Dare to Dream Bigger. And today I want to talk to you about what you can do when you get stuck in a spiral of negative thinking. So here's the thing, your thoughts control your actions. If you tell yourself you can do something, you're likely to do it. If you tell yourself you can't, you're very unlikely to succeed. And I've been an NLP trainer, that's the user manual for your brain, since 2003. So I know my stuff when it comes to managing your thoughts, looking at how they influence the results you get. And the thing is, I also know that the thoughts are just the surface effect of what's running more deeply. So if you try and control your thoughts by thinking about them, you're just going to end up in a great big mess. As Einstein said, you can't fix a problem with the same level of thinking that created it. You need to think differently. The other thing with your thoughts is that mind and body are linked. So your body feels every thought you think, which can be useful because you think a thought of saber-toothed tiger and your body instantly fires off everything that you need from the sympathetic nervous system, the fight-flight-freeze response to get you running. It takes over. It means you don't need to think about whether or not you're diverting blood flow from your digestion to your muscles so you can run. It's a really useful thing that your body feels every thought you think. It Every thought triggers off chemical reactions in the body. It affects your endocrine system, all your hormones. And when you thought that thought, the body just takes over and it then feeds more thoughts. And that is also the link that creates your emotions. Your emotions are chemical reactions in your body. So here is where most people are getting it wrong when they're stuck in a spiral of negative thinking. They try to fight their thoughts. Yeah, Carl Jung said what you resist persists. If you have a negative thought and you try to get rid of it, you have to give it all of your focus and attention. (laughs) And when you give a thought your focus and attention, of course, it just drifts away of its own accord, doesn't it? Not. If you tell yourself stories about the thought, you beat yourself up about the thought, you're thinking more negative thoughts, you're going to fire off stress responses in your body that feed more negative thoughts. And before you know it, you're feeling really miserable. So I was inspired to do this podcast today because I saw a post on social media recently by a fellow coach, a mentor um, to passionate world changers and entrepreneurs and have been since 2002. This coach was talking about a client who was struggling with negative thinking. The negative thinking was getting in the way of his results and the actions he was taking on his business and the difference he was here to make in the world. And this coach said, you know what? I told him all he needed to do was ignore his thoughts like a tantruming toddler, just ignore them and it will go away. And I bit my tongue. because <laughs> That's actually a really hard way to do it. It's really hard to ignore your thoughts because once you've thought them, they've triggered those chemical reactions in your body that means your endocrine system is firing off the hormones that triggers the emotions that triggers more thoughts. If you just ignore the thoughts, it becomes a battle of willpower, gritted teeth. You're trying to deny the physiology in your body. You are rejecting a part of yourself that had this thought. 
you are saying to yourself, you're wrong and bad for feeling scared about this or worried. And I'm a mother of three young boys, all under 12. The youngest is five. So I remember the tantruming toddler phase very well because it's not just restricted to toddlers. And when my first son was young, I used to do exactly that. I realised if I engaged in the tantrums and tried to talk them down, they would just get worse. So I would ignore them. And it was hell. And it didn't really work. It left him feeling miserable, rejected, undervalued, unworthy, and it left me feeling like a bad mother. Now, in that time, I studied and qualified as a meditation and mindfulness teacher and also a yoga teacher. And I realised I'd been getting it back to front. Yes, you can ignore the tantrum. But sticking with that metaphor for our thoughts, if you ignore the tantrum, you're rejecting the tantrum and the owner of the tantrum, which is the child. If you ignore your thoughts, you're rejecting the thoughts and something deep inside you that needed to think that thought. And I realised over the years that there is room between ignoring and indulging for compassion. Now, compassion isn't about sympathy. It's not about, oh, yes, yes, that's a horrible thought, isn't it? Oh, you poor thing. Or, oh, this tantrum's not much fun, is it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to experience it with you. There's room between ignoring and indulging for compassion. Okay, so the sympathy thing is more about the indulging. It helps somebody really concrete cement their badge of honour, their victim position, their woe is me. Compassion is about being present in the moment with complete acceptance coming from a place of love rather than fear or anger. So when we look at the example of toddlers tantruming, and believe me, I am not holding myself up here as the epitome of perfect parenting. Yeah, I get it very wrong regularly, but with tantrums, I've worked out what works. Here's what I do. The first thing I do is I get myself out of the way. Okay, I don't dive into my dramas and my stories. Whenever I do dive into those, the tantrum gets a lot worse. Yeah, (laughs) which is why we've got the habit of ignoring them. So step one is being fully present in this moment, getting out of my head and the stories it tells me in my physical body. Step two is connecting. I hold the space. If I can, with the child, I'll make eye contact so that they know they're not alone. They know they're safe. They know they're supported. Step three is the compassion, is being with them without judgment and without the need to change them. Step four is patience, accepting that this stuff needs to take its time. And step five is acceptance. Acceptance is so important. This too will pass, the Dalai Lama says. If you accept, you let go of resistance. And ancient Buddhist meditators knew that any emotion left to its own devices can pass on through in 60 seconds which I found quite incredible when I first learned it. And I resisted that one a lot, but I've since found, unfortunately, it's true. So when I manage to stay in a grumpy mood for three days, that's entirely my own doing, or I've eaten sugar. So those are the five things I tend to do with a tantrum when I'm feeling resourceful. One, fully present in this moment. Two, connect and hold the space. Three, compassion. Four, patience. Five, acceptance. This too will pass. So if we apply that to thoughts, 
Instead of resisting, ignoring and rejecting those thoughts, imagine how it would be if you could get out of your head and back into your body. Being present in this physical moment, I promise you getting grounded when your monkey mind is doing negative thinking is so refreshing. Step two, holding the space. Being there, being the silent observer of the thoughts. Step three, compassion, treating yourself with love, respect, rather than rejecting yourself and ignoring whatever that message is that your mind's trying to get to you, but without indulging the drama and the story. Step four is patience. If you want to change thought habits, it takes effort and time. After all, the only reason your mind thinks the thoughts it does is because you taught it to, even though it was completely subconscious. So if you want to change the thoughts, you need to teach your mind different thought habits. And that's something I teach my passionate world changers and entrepreneurs. And step five, acceptance. This too will pass when you are the conscious observer of a thought without engaging in it, without resisting it, without ignoring it, without pushing it away. It will drift on through like a cloud in the sky. Now, the thing is, the thought is just the surface symptom. It is the effect of what's running below the surface. If you try to change your thoughts through your thinking mind, it doesn't work. It sets up in a conflict. It requires willpower. It requires you to police every single thought that you think, which is a huge amount of work. So what I teach my clients and my students instead is to go below the surface, make the changes at the level of what's triggering those thoughts, and then the thoughts themselves will change of their own accord. We deal with root causes. That's my engineering background. I was a Six Sigma specialist, so I knew all about how to get to the root cause of a problem, fix that, and then the surface level symptoms disappear of their own accord. And you can apply that equally well to the inside work that makes the vital difference when you're here to make a difference in the world. So what we do with clients, what I do with my clients, is we deconstruct what's triggering those thoughts and rebuild it in a way that's resourceful to them. That sounds kind of painful, but actually it's fun. And it's pretty easy when you know how. And the deeper we can make those changes, the more wide reaching they will be. So if you ever get stuck in the spiral of negative thinking, I want to give you a bonus today. It's my personal three step process for pressing pause on negative thinking so you can choose to think a thought that makes you feel better. It's a brilliant first aid technique and you can get this as my gift. It's a five minute video training at the show notes for today's podcast episode. And you can get that at www.clareyosa.com forward slash articles forward slash pause negative thinking. So that's www.clareyosa.com forward slash articles, forward slash pause negative thinking. That's waiting for you there as my three-step technique for pressing pause when negative thoughts are going crazy in your head. And if you would like to dive in and deal with the deeper issues, and it can be really fun, it doesn't have to hurt, yeah? And it's so simple when you let go and you know how. 
If you want to set yourself free from negative thinking, sabotaging your dreams, join me for the Inner Critic Bootcamp. You can find details of that at clareyosa.com forward slash Inner Critic Bootcamp. And I've got two ways you can do this. One, you can join me face to face for a full day workshop at my retreat centre in East Sussex in the UK which is just going to be phenomenal. And we're going to get to do the deep dive stuff, both a cognitive level, but also what I call, my clients call engineer approved woo-woo. So we're going to do the stuff the thinking mind can't reach to really handle those root causes. And I'm going to give you the tools you need so you can do this in the future whenever you need to. And if you can't make it to East Sussex, you can join me for the online masterclass I'm going to be running. Details of that www.clarejosa.com forward slash inner critic bootcamp. So I'd love to hear from you via the comments. Does negative thinking ever get in your way? How have you been handling it so far? And how have the ideas in this podcast shifted the way you're thinking about negative thinking? What actions could you take today to set yourself free from that roller coaster so that you've done the inside work, you're getting out of your own way and you can make a bigger difference in the world. Let me know via the comments. The show notes for this episode, as I said, are www.clareyosa.com forward slash articles forward slash pause negative thinking. And if you found this useful, please share this episode far and wide. If you're listening to it and you're on social media, please tag friends. Please share it in any groups where passionate world changers and entrepreneurs hang out. And above all, go and play with this stuff. Notice how the simple act of observing your thoughts without judgment, with compassion, and allowing them to drift on through, changes the entire energy around negative thinking. It sets you free to choose which thoughts to feed, which is one of the most beautiful things you can do. And I've got a bonus tip for you today. If you want to get off the negative thinking spiral, one of the easiest ways is to think fewer thoughts. (laughs) I know that sounds obvious, But if you're trying to police a thousand thoughts a minute, it's much harder than if you're just thinking less of them, fewer of them. Sorry, grammar police there. One of the top ways to do that is meditation. Now, I've had two books published on meditation and I've also got a five day course to allow you to Welcome to today's episode of the Inside Work Alchemy podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosak, mentor to passionate world changers and author of Dare to Dream Bigger. I love And today I want to talk to you about what you can do when you get stuck in a spiral learning how to work with your thinking mind so it becomes your biggest cheerleader is one of the most important early steps. It saves you from self-sabotage, from all those fears, those limiting beliefs. The difference you're here to make is so important and the world needs you now, not when you think you're feeling ready. It needs you now. That's why your heart is calling you to do the work you're doing. So I invite you today to step up and take a positive action to get a handle on negative thinking and let me know via the comments how you get on. (music) 